we won't let it go. Um, obviously, it was disappointing the way we started. Um, so we'll review it just like a normal game, and it's disappointing. But uh, you look across the competition on the weekend, and I think every single game, teams below won the won the footy won the um, game. So it's uh, that's footy. You don't have to win them all to finish top two, though, I suppose. There's a bigger picture for you guys, isn't there? Yeah, there's a bigger picture for us. Um, you don't have to win them all, but ideally we don't dish up what we did on the weekend we're, um, because we're far better than that, um, and we'll review it today. Was they good, or were you below level? You'd probably go both ways. They were pretty good, and we were pretty ordinary, both in our ability to win our fair share in the contest, um, and then, obviously, when they had it, we... We were poor in being able to slow them down and pressure the opposition. And they're two areas that we pride ourselves in and um, we weren't able to do that on, on, especially in the first quarter. I think after quarter time we were able to win our um, enough share, but um, probably the, the damage was done. What, what do you think went wrong? Were you just, do you think you're a bit excited because you hadn't lost the game? No, I, as I said, the, we were poor in the contest um, and we weren't able to slow them down. and pressure the opposition like we want to. Guess it's a wake-up call though. Oh, I, don't, I, I wouldn't call it a wake-up call, it's just footy. Um, sometimes you, um, if you're not on top of your game, when, especially when you're when probably sitting on top of the ladder where we are, um, teams want to challenge you, teams want to knock you off. So you've got to be able to um, take the punch in the face but be able to respond and um, we weren't able to do that. Is there a, is there a pattern developing to actually some of the first quarters? I think you've lost or your seven first quarters of the season? Um, look, I, to be honest, I haven't even, it hasn't really worried me um, too much. Um, it's not ideal that we give teams a jump, but um, we've been able to resurrect what we've um, dished up in first quarters um, and play the way we want to. I know in the past weeks, Don's talked about, it's, it's been the players who have sort of driven that quarter time. It hasn't necessarily come from him, it's come from the play, the leaders and stuff sort of driving. I suppose being 10 goals down though, there wasn't a lot you could sort of do at the time. No, nah, there wasn't a lot at quarter time. We just had to reset ourselves and um, go back to the things that we knew would work for us. And I thought after quarter time we're, we're, um, we were okay. But um, as I said, the damage was pretty much done. How's Tommy Lynch going? Texas E. Tommy, yeah, I, uh, he's, he's fine. Um, obviously, he'll have to pass his concussion test this week. and. Um, Hopefully, uh, the big fella will get up for us. Peter, what do you learn from that first quarter about the players have to do to maybe not wait for the signals from the coach's box to adjust among yourselves? Yeah, look, as leaders, we'll, we'll, we haven't had our leadership meeting this week, but um, you need to take full responsibility as leaders. Um, and I'll put my hand up first. I'll, it was probably one of my um, poorer games uh, this year and probably the last two or three years. Um, so I need to review that not only as, as a player but as a leader as to um, sometimes you just need to make decisions on field and um, whether it's the right or wrong one you deal, deal with that during the week. Um, so yeah as a leadership group we'll review it um, to see because it's a great learning curve for us as leaders. Are you worried about Charlie Cameron maybe potentially missing a Yeah look I will probably find out this afternoon um, what the MRP want to do and decide on that, but um, it's it's out of our hands now. I don't think so. I think Charlie's matured into a um, fine young player, and I think he knows. I don't 
necessarily think I'd um, I need to go up and speak to him. He, he knows. Tex, there was a, a stoppage in their forward 50. Brad Crouch gets the ball, and the only space he had to kick it to, coincidentally, was towards the boundary line. It was the, the farthest thing from delivery. It was the only way he could go. Do players have any idea what sufficient intent means? Sufficient intent is? I think there's a bit of uh, media around it that they've changed the interpretation of it. Um, so, look, we just need to adapt um, to the to the interpretation. It's not much we can do. Do you know on the field when when a ball comes towards the boundary line, there's a chance to be played? I suppose there's a bit of doubt in your mind when it goes towards the boundary line, what the umpire's going to pay. Um, but as I said, we we just got to play the game and let the umpires umpire the game. So how do you adapt to that? Yeah, good question. <laughs> how, much um, that, how much does that game reinforce? Is that what you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure how we adapt to that. How much does it reinforce what Don Todd's been saying about contested footy to you? Uh, it, I suppose you don't need to get to this stage where we lose a game like this to understand how important it is. Um, I think before this week we've been top two, maybe first for contested footy and un we understand as a footy club that contested footy to us is a massive part of our game plan and um, as soon as we go away from that we get, we'll get to the results that we had on the weekend. Tex, um, obviously you guys were so good and there was a lot of buzz about you last week in this town but also externally was it a good lesson I know Don alluded to it I think Potsy Adley spoke about on radio yesterday saying it was a mental thing maybe we were believing our own hype a little bit is it, is it a lesson actually? Oh, I, I don't think we believed our own hype at all like it externally there's probably hype but um, internally as a footy club we understand what makes us tick as a footy club and I think the improvement is how mature our footy clubs become um, so if we can continue playing consistent footy and um, we had a bad day, we haven't had a bad year, put that aside and, and move on. Thanks, um, spoke about the deliberate rule before. With the tackles, Tommy Lynch got a drag weight, might be in a bit of trouble. Do players have any idea? I mean, it's uh, something happens like that, but with sling tackles like that, is it hard for players to know with the new interpretation, you know, if you pinned a bloke's arm or... Do you have to adjust your tackling? Oh, you have to, yeah. Well, the rules say you have to adjust the way you tackle. Um, obviously, the, the head's the most important part, and um, if you put the tackler or the bloke getting tackled in a vulnerable position, then, then it's um, your duty of care to, to take the consequence. Is that hard to do in a split second? Um, oh, it is, especially when you're in the moment. Um, but you got to learn, otherwise you'll learn the hard way. Oh, they're playing some good footy. They've um, obviously watched a little bit of them yesterday. They've, they've got some bulls inside, um, playing some really tough footy, and um, it's going to be a great challenge for us. And I'm really looking forward to it because they're in great form, and um, we want to bounce back from what we dished up on the weekend. Always good to come up against Bernie. Yeah, how, how ironic! It's his 200th game. Um, I was just talking to him on the phone here, and um, he's looking forward to coming over and, and playing against his old team. 200th game, so um, albeit I'd love to be a part of beating him, but um, yeah, he's, he's had a great career, so it'd be, be great to have him back. You talked about contested Woody Texan, because that's been a pretty strong point through the preseason and the start of this year. You actually won contested possession, I believe, by seven, but it was obviously the tackles he got 
you know, they made 40 more tackles than you guys. Mm. Yeah, they won the clearances as well. Obviously, is that sort of something you guys will have to look at this week, mate? Yeah, 100%. Clearances, um, play, once you get it out of the centre bounce, you play it in your half and you're able to set up defensively. Um, pardon me. So we, we were, weren't able to win it out, out, out of the centre. Um, they locked it in their forward half, were unable to move the ball forward. Um, and then obviously their pressure around the footy was a lot better than ours. So. Um, once I walk out of here, I'll be forgetting, um, moving on straight away. Sammy Gibson did a great job on Rory Sloan, you know, tagged him all day and played him at half-back. I think he might start the second half to try and, I suppose, get Sloaney involved a bit. Is that is that something you guys will have to, I suppose, work out some different strategies and see what happens when teams really put a hard tag on Rory? Yeah, we'll have to look at it, but I think um, like we can't expect Rory to be the only one playing his role like we it's another thing that we've been really good at the first six weeks everyone playing their role um, and doing it to the best of their ability How much is that result on the weekend Taylor about if you set yourself up as the number one team that everyone's going to come looking at you and, and find trying to find a way to break it apart oh, That's the beauty of um, playing good footy teams want to they probably envy the way we're playing at the moment um, apart from the weekend they want to be um Teams want to be winning and uh, being at the top of the ladder, so um, teams are going to challenge us, teams are going to knock us off our perch, so we're going to have to be mature enough to um, embrace the challenge and, and fight back. And um, I'll be pretty confident that we'll be able to do that on the weekend. Is Wayne Miller or just managed? No, he was just managed, yeah, so um, I'm sure he'll be a good chance to come back in this week. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus. Us on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.